the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invested in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Ooh, we got a lot going on. A lot of IPOs coming public. I know you're saying, woohoo, we love IPOs. Well, we don't really love IPOs. We just pretend that we do. Um, so be cautious on IPOs is what I want you to focus in on. Elizabeth Warren released her 2018 tax return showing $900,000 of income. Not bad. Pressure to put tax returns out there. One of the stories out there, right? Um, Warren's a consumer advocate. She's made a career out of combating corruption. Some of her signature policy priorities going after banks like Wells Fargo. You do not want to be on her bad side. So she put out 11 years of her tax returns. Uh, transparency, it's kind of what people like. And you keep hearing that word again and again and again, whether it's whether the apps you use or the banks you're banking on, or, again, with the apps, it could be Facebook, right? Something that we forget about is with the low interest rate environment that we've been living in for a long period of time, bonds and CDs haven't been yielding much. American savers have lost an estimated $500 billion due to low interest rates. And that's a penalty against old people. Old people are like, oh, I want to put my money in the bank and get a good return. And a good return used to be 2 3 4%. And for years now, it's been at 0 to 1 quarter of 1%. So we lost 500 to $600 billion in interest payments on bank accounts and money market funds, according to the Federal Reserve's post-financial crisis policies. That's terrible. Now, again, we probably well over made up for it in capital growth at the hands of Wall Street. So we did get wealthier in one place. We got wealthier in our home prices but not so much on the dividends. How do you feel about that? It, it hasn't been very nice to old people. It does make me want to go hug an old person today. Have you hugged an old person today? Ed Yardini thinks stocks can keep on rising, even though we're into year 10 of the bull market. Who knew? Who knew? You knew. That's who knew. Snap stock has had a big run up, and people are calling for the first quarter where they're going to use average monthly users. It's up 125%. Now, I own no shares of Snap. But if I did, I'd probably say, it's had a pretty good run. And I still see a lot of problems on the horizon. Maybe I'll trim some of my winning. You don't have to go all in or all out. Maybe you can trim Snapchat, 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 Snapchat. Lost millions of users last year amid a widely pan redesign of the app. Snap loses more than a billion dollars a year. It's an eight-year-old company that's never made money. It's one of those unicorns. Now, it is compelling. The app is compelling as all heck. But, but, and this is the big but, 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 but. I know you're saying you sound oddly enough like a vampire. But is Snap, is, is Lyft the next Snap? 
Lyft said they're not going to be pro- pro- uh, they're not going to be profitable until 2020. And that kind of sapped a little bit of love out of Uber because we were going like, let's talk about all these millions and millions of rides. Let's get drunk talking about like people don't own cars anymore. You don't understand. People don't own cars. They get into a stranger's car and they drive them around and they get like free uh, uh, breath mints. So we were all excited about Lyft, but when we were like, you're not going to make money until 2020. And then you're starting to see another unicorn, Pinterest, start under-promising what they're going to deliver. So they come public at a value of about $11 plus billion. Now that's less than they were previously valued, so they're being undervalued. They're managing expectations. They can over underpromise and over-deliver, UPOD. Underpromise over deliver. Lyft is overpromised. Uber is setting us up to underpromise. So, as the first IPO came out, and people are like, I don't know, let's take a look at the, some of the data that they told us. We're starting to look at some of the other companies that are lined up. Now, again, you can see what Snap does losing a billion a year. You can see how the stock goes from twenty bucks to thirty bucks, down to five bucks, to ten bucks, to twelve bucks. And that's why I'm saying there's no shame in like using it as a trading vehicle. Until they earn money, it's a trading vehicle. I know you're saying, man, you're harsh. I, I, that's how I, I approach things. Sorry. So undercorns and unicorns. Companies that are about to come public, they start underpromising undercorns. I know you're saying, there's a lot going on inside your head. You need to clear some of that out. I do. Rising gasoline prices and rents. Um, that's a one-two sucker punch on people without homes. So that's inflation. That's the boogeyman. Hey, in a bit of good news, Avengers Endgame is rocking the pre-sale ticket orders. It's on pace to be the most profitable movie, not most profitable movie, excuse me, the biggest ticket sales movie ever. And it's also on track for the biggest ticket sales before a movie actually even comes out, which is kind of interesting. Thousands of showtimes are already being sold out. Um, Disney owns the other movie, which was the Star Wars The Force Awakens that had a lot of pre-sales. But this is the end of the Avengers 10 movie run or whatever it was that we're going to all be united with the infinity stones. I hate to be a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. They all die. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Hey, Kentucky Derby's coming up. we got that going for us, which is nice. So <clears throat> lots of humps and possible bumps on the road right now. You have the first hump of the ECB meeting. Where do we land? What's the ECB going to do with interest rates, the European central bank? But also, what are they going to do with Brexit? So we got to get through that. Then the consumer price index is negative, where it's showing some modest inflation. Then you get the House Financial Services Committee releasing basically uh, a lot of information on the banks today. And a lot of Q&A activity where the banks are being grilled and the bank CEOs, who I find to be some of the best CEOs. They didn't get... I need to be careful because they're... Typically, Ivy League kind of educated Caucasians who come across as very arrogant, but they also come across as very um, alpha males, and I kind of like hearing their commentary. Delta Airlines, Delta, Delta, Delta. I wish I would have known you, known you, known you. Um, They're moving in the right direction. They're giving some good guidance for the airlines. A little bit of weakness in Apple after HSBC downgraded the stock to reduce from hold. Basically saying those new services that they talked about, a little bit late to the party. Netflix is already doing that. (laughs) HSBC, you don't have to be such a party pooper. Little Matty Kim taking us a break. While we're at break, that gives you enough time to go to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Grab a download. The 15 checklists that you need to figure out if you're on track for creating wealth. 
that's there. Check it out at newfocusfinancial.com. It's an easy download. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. Uber and Pinterest both coming public after Lyft started off the party. We're starting to see some other companies starting to play with the idea of what their IPO is going to look like. So there's kind of a lot going on out there, and I'm cool with that. Did you hear the story about a toddler locking his father's iPad for 48 years after he tried to log on to it so many times that it kept adding minutes on? I know. You're saying, can't you just, can't you just plug it into the original computer that you, you could? But this is a better story to leave it there. Tesla shares are jumping as lawmakers are beginning to push to expand federal electric vehicle tax credits again. That's interesting. The existing 7,500 tax credit for buyers of electric vehicles phases out over 15 months. Once an automaker sells 200,000 electric cars, the tax credit for Tesla buyers was halved on January 1. GM's tax credit likewise likely going to fall on April 1st. So you're kind of seeing how politics does play into a little bit of Wall Street. The best place to save for a down payment on a home, I'll give you a second if you want to play the home version of Rob Black Jeopardy. Where is the best place, the best place to save for a down payment on a home? Well, I'll give you a clue. It's not the area where it's going to grow the fastest. And I've got multiple savings accounts because they kind of slow me down. I've got one that's online that it would take me three days to get the money. So if I go on a gambling binge, alcohol and, and gambling, you know me, I'm always hardcore liquor in it up. If I, if I binge, then watch out, I can get that money. No, I can't, because it takes about three days to get it. So the best place to keep money if you're going to be saving for a house, a vacation, somewhere like that, is maybe a good old-fashioned savings account. A savings account at your bank or credit union or a non-retirement brokerage account invested in a money market or a short-term bond fund could be appropriate. It's liquid. It's easily to withdraw. You have a low chance of changing much in value. Like, it's not going to be a big whoosh down in the market that you go, oh, I can't go on vacation, or oh, I can't buy a home. But can you can you compromise being liquid for not getting a big rate of return or expecting anything? I know people who would say things like, well, I'm just going to put my money in Apple until I need it. Until Apple pulls back 40% the day you need it, right? So that's out there. So Uber coming public. Elsewhere out there. What else do we have? Um, Edyard Denny is an analyst that I've always paid attention to. Not necessarily, say, copied. Not necessarily used as a guru. But he's always someone who... I, I don't know. What's the parallel? When John Gruden used to talk about quarterbacks on Monday Night Football, you're like, oh, I'm going to listen to him. He's got good opinions. And then he's like the coach of the Raiders. He's like, oh, I don't want to listen to him. He's a, a, a Bobo. A Bobo is a cheap sneaker. I know you're saying Bobo. SP 500 experienced a peak trough decline of almost 20% in late 2018. And Ed Yardini says that was all just a blip. He's one of those guys who's, I guess you would almost say a permable. He thinks that the Fed now has pressed pause on any rate hikes. He sees the SP 500 hitting 3,100 at the end of this year and continuing to climb to 3,500. So I'll throw that in my, here's a, uh, a best case scenario kind of file. And then I'll also find some that are a worst case scenario. Because that's the way I like to build a case. I don't go with gut. Maybe a gut is part of it somewhere in there, but not. it's not a lead. He thinks 
he compares the recent pullback by this current Fed to the last time the Fed pulled off in 2016, where the Fed wanted to raise interest rates four times that year, and ultimately they didn't, and markets rallied on that big time. So that's all out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about uh, money investing in more. Uh, this is one of those years where we're going to start seeing the back half earnings expectations to decline. So what you're looking for are companies, if you're going to be a stock picker, I try not to do a lot of stock picking on the show, but if you listen, I do a lot of stock picking on the show, but I don't want it to be a stock picking show. So ultimately, we're going to see earnings decline in the back half of the year expectations. So it becomes a little bit more of a stock picker's market. Companies with low labor costs are going to be interesting. Companies with good margins are going to be interesting, and companies with PEs that compare favorably to the S&P 500 or compare favorably to their growth rate are going to be interesting. And then, like, I just threw a lot out there. So you're looking at growth that trades to a discount to the S&P 500. You're looking for maybe dividend growth of 6%, maybe PE ratio of somewhere in the 15 to 19 range, if you think the market's around 17. You're looking for potential margin improvement. You're looking for labor costs, sales versus labor costs. So you're looking at companies like Facebook, Gilead Sciences, Texas Instruments. Uh, Facebook has incredibly low operating leverage, low labor cost as a percentage of their sales. They have high revenue growth. Sales are expected to increase 24% in 2019. Now, it doesn't have a dividend, so that's kind of a eh. When you become a stock picker's market, now Gilead, for its part, it's got the labor cost, it's got the operating leverage, it's got the dividend growth, it's got a 3.7% yield. They're expected to boost its payout by an annualized 9% through 2020. It doesn't have a lot of revenue growth. So in to quote the horrible 1980s TV show, Facts of Life, you take the good, you take the bad, and there you have Facts of Life. You're not going to get all buy signals on anything. Texas Instruments, it used to be the semiconductor company. They used to be the digital calculator company. So you can see how like Motorola kind of rattled their feathers. And you can kind of see how Nokia rattled Motorola's feathers. And then you can see BlackBerry rattled Motorola or Nokia. And you can kind of see Apple rattled BlackBerry. And you're like, whoa, now I get it. Texas Instruments has a nice dividend yield of 2.7%. But they're continuing to raise that rate. Uh, not a lot of revenue, not a lot of revenue growth, but good labor costs, good operating leverage, good dividend growth. You got to come up with stocks you're looking at, stocks you're thinking about, stocks you want to put on a list. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I am your Google. Don't ask Google questions, but here are the questions that people ask Google. Drum roll, please. Number 10. This is a top 10 list. How to save for retirement at 40. Number 9. How to save for kids' college. Number 8. How to save for a vacation. Number 7. How to save for an apartment. Sound familiar? Number 6. How to save for a down payment. Number 5. How to save for a wedding. I can fix that one for you. Don't do it. Number 4. How to save for college. I can do that one for you. Uh, no English majors, no uh, liberal arts majors, uh, only math and science. Number three, how to save for a car. Number two, how to save for retirement. And the number one, how to save question in America via Google, 
how to save for a house. I kind of like that. It goes wedding, college, car, retirement, house. I kind of like to switch retirement to house is the number one question. But I get it. Um, those are all financial questions. This is a show all about that, right? You know, the how to save for a vacation. I remember in my 20s, I thought I had to go to like big name destination vacations like Paris or Toronto, Vancouver, Canada, San Diego, California, the Riviera, all the fabulous places where people go on vacation. In my head, that was vacationing. And you know what? I was wrong. In your 20s, you're young, you're beautiful, your body works. If you can find an attractive mate, someone who's attractive to you, that's when you should be like driving up and down the coast and camping. Later in life, you can do those expensive ones. So I got some opinions. Anyhow and anyway, um, those are the biggest questions people have about money, according to Google. It's kind of interesting. Now, two-income couples are surprisingly unprepared for retirement. That's one of those things that I grew up in a one-income household. My dad brought home the bacon. My mom fried it up in a pan. You know, like, we were cliche Americans. Now two-income couples are surprisingly unprepared for retirement, and that's a shocker. We have the little monkey. Mama takes some time off to raise a little monkey. But we're still kind of running it and burning the candle at both ends, right? One other couple receives Social Security spouses benefit equal to 50% of the breadwinners, while two owners couples do not. That's just another problem that two owner couples often don't save enough in their 401k. Since two owner households generally earn more than one owner households, they need more savings. But only about half of the private sector workers have a workplace retirement plan. So a lot of people still aren't doing it right. I, my advice is save as much as you can early in life. When you are dual earners, try to try to save some money. Um, I eat leftovers. I have no problem doing that. Some people do. You know, this is hilarious. I once had a really good friend in college, and she was telling me about what it's like to be... She was kind of a pretty girl. So she had pretty girl problems. And she goes, when I was a little girl, I had dreams that I would go out to dinner every night with a different guy in the big city... And I'd get a doggy bag from the restaurant. Oh, it was such a what? And like that was her, that was her end goal, was to go to nice restaurants, eat well, and bring home leftovers. Kind of bringing home leftovers doesn't really add up, though, right? My advice is try to be savers instead of spenders early in life, but don't be afraid to spend later in life. That's I know you're saying that's very very wise, Rob. Because when you're young and you're saving, you get that ability of, how shall we say, time is on your side. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are trolling one another. Oh, no. When billionaires feud, um, Elon Musk tweeted at Jeff Bezos, calling him a copycat. Now, hasn't Elon Musk gotten into enough troubles with tweeting recently? Amazon's plan to launch 3,200 satellites into orbit with the intention of delivering high-speed internet to the globe's more remote regions. It's called Project Kuiper, and Musk is trolling to Amazon about it because he's like, yeah, we kind of already said we were going to do that. I know you're saying billionaire problems. Can, can I just get a Whopper with made with real meat instead of vegetarian Whopper? No. No. Now you got to get the Miracle Whopper. Anyhow and anyway, where is the beef? That's a very good question. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, so don't be shy. Tiger Woods is back. Uh, one of the things I've noticed with him playing golf recently is he's not using Nike clubs because Nike doesn't make clubs anymore. When Tiger Woods went down, he brought the golf division of Nike down with it. Kind of interesting, right? You're going, you're going, I had no clue, but yes, yes, it is true. It is true. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. So Tiger Woods back in golf and how important it is to uh, endorse clubs. Now, here's a question. Is that endorsement wearing the logo on your clothes still as worth as much as maybe getting a YouTube influencer? I would think the YouTube influencer starting to win out. I like studying rich cop companies, rich people, rich families. The rich families is one of the best. The origin stories of superheroes, you always got to like. Peter Parker, teenage kid, wants to kiss a girl, gets these incredible powers. With great power comes great responsibility. Can't kiss girls because bad guys will kill girls. <clears throat> right? The origin stories of companies like Bacardi, Suntory, and Campari are kind of like superhero stories. You can play the music. Because the thirst for rum has pumped billions of dollars into a family's coffers. Maybe they're not superheroes. Maybe they're evil geniuses. But the Bacardi family goes back to 1862. Can you imagine winning that lottery of a ticket of a family? Bacardi rum and Cokes are thrown back every day. About six million of them. It's a classic cocktail. It's known as the Cuban Libra. It sells 17 million cases of Bacardi rum a year. And then you get other families like the Negronis. Um... Contro. It's pretty interesting when you start thinking about drinking dynasties, right? I know you're like, whoa. Some of them go back really, really far. Contro. Remy Contro. My name is Era Dubradu. The Dubradus. 1724. That's 1,300 years of passing the, the, the company down in the family. Not too shabby, right? How about Campari? They've been around since 1860. These are all billion-dollar brands. Pernod Ricard, 1805. But the Suntory, the Saji and Tori families, and that's how you get Suntory, you kind of merge those two names, uh, $22 billion. So, yes, you can look at the origin stories of superheroes. You can look at the origin stories of, of wealth. And that's one where you're keeping a family business in the family, right? So estate planning laws are kind of important. Making sure your kids have a trust is kind of important so they... They can't go out and be like a Paris Hilton and be known for kind of a sex video and saying the phrases, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. Now, again, I I don't take anything away from either Hilton girl. Uh, Both of them have have developed huge brands in fashion and partying. Um, And there's something to be said for that. That takes effort. 800-516-1220. Teacher calls in the air. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey says he only eats one meal a day and fasts all weekend. And people are concerned that he has an eating disorder. Who cares? That's the one that I'm going to throw out there. Who cares? Now, the anti-vax commentary, get vaccinated or go live in a cave. So we all have like these wellness habits and these like these ideas, right? And we're all opinionated. No one really, really wants to hear them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Ed Yardini says the stock market can keep rising. Interesting. Basically saying that capitalism has kind of got a little mixed up with throwing the Federal Reserve going on hold and not letting capitalism be capitalism's thing. Kind of extending the winning streak. Boeing. Obviously, 2019 is going to be an interesting year. Obviously, there was plane crashes with the Boeing 737 MAX that they had to get their ducks in an order and, you know, deliver a safety solution. But on top of it, they have to continue to make planes and deliver planes. Those are not easy things to do. Now, they've lost an order. So when they do their conference calls, those are a good one to listen in on. Um, If you've never listened to a conference call, I highly suggest you do at some point in time. 
Speaking of which, um, I've got a lot of great downloadables. You can find them at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. CFP, Chad Burton, myself have put them together. And I, I feel pretty good uh, about what you can grasp and digest and understand. Learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. A new one on the tips of managing volatility. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Some of the data that I pay a lot of attention to is tied towards inflation. You probably know that I pay a lot of attention to millennial shopping and demographics of the overall U.S. population because we are the world's consumers on a lot of levels. That's expected to be a baton that we pass ultimately on to China. I try to do a lot of stories about companies that are in the headline news that you can all kind of learn and appreciate. You know, Disney's easy to understand. And when they do a streaming service that's going to compete with Netflix, you kind of get it. You kind of get it even more if you've had kids and... Gosh, could you imagine being a parent in the 80s when the kids would go, Ma'am, I want Cinderella 1995 on VHS cassette. So 1999 on a VHS cassette, and then you get the darn cassette, you put it in, and the, the, the machine eats the tape. So you have to go and buy it again. And then like DVDs came out, and the kid would scratch the DVD. Now everything's digital, or you can stream it. And Netflix was kind of awesome because you could, they, they made a relationship with Pixar. They had every Pixar film, so you didn't have to go out and spend nineteen ninety nine. It didn't have to get eaten by a machine. It didn't have to get scratched. You just had to figure out how are you going to stream it in your car while you're driving. Shut the little brat up. Right? Right. I'll answer myself. Right. So those kind of stories are out there, and I, I try to do those stories because they're easy for you to digest and kind of get... The EU is poised to grant Britain a long Brexit delay, which I don't think anyone cares about. Until we make it tangible, you know, the EU is trying to say, hey, we, we see you, China. You're big. Oh, we see you too, U.S. You're big. We're just teeny tiny little France. You're going to respect my authority. And France said, hey, well, they're not respecting us. So Germany, why don't we all get together and do this European Union? Now, the only problem is these are countries that have been around for 2,000 plus years. And they've got 2,000 plus years of, of spending issues and socialism issues and capitalism issues and 2,000 years of politicians getting corrupt or not corrupt. 2,000 years of, of creating great machines and increased productivity. 2,000 years of, of invading other countries, of being invaded. Like, they got a history there, right? Um Dude, you're 91 years old. You get half price in movies before noon. Just go back to your little old person house that smells of old person. That's my advice. I'm sticking with that. Trump says he won't release his tax returns. Trump says people aren't very interested in his tax returns. People say they are interested in his tax returns. There's nothing I can do about that. So I don't don't talk a lot about that kind of stuff. Getting your retirement, I can do that. You need to save enough for a house, I can do that. Trying to help you figure out what natural meat really is. When you go into a grocery store and you see the words natural, and it's like meat that's been pressed together and processed and packaged and reprocessed. It's meats by Tyson Foods, Pilgrim's Pride, Hormel Food. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone wants to be organic, and we don't even know what organic is. It's, it's impossible to like define, right? So like strawberries that say they're organic, I'm like, so did they grow? Did you use tap water to grow them, or did, was there rain? Because I know there's pollution and rain, right? What's organic? What's not? It's all a trap. It's a marketing trap. I'm not even sure that the paper straw people aren't somehow influencing Congress to kill plastic straws so the paper gets more influence and they make more money. It's all a trap. I know you're saying, you, you don't trust paper straws? I don't trust anyone anymore. So I did a lot of therapy to learn that I don't trust people. Thanks, therapist. Anyhow, and anyway, my big fear, and I started the segment on this, is inflation. 
I don't talk a lot about it because food prices gaining three tenths of one percent, energy prices jumping three point five percent. Energy prices are heavily tied towards gasoline prices. When gasoline surges, energy prices jump in our life. Now, sometimes it's also like a cold winter can have us running the furnace longer. Food prices can be the amounts of storms and flooding. It can be things like, uh, you know, a fungus that hits coffee beans. Healthcare costs tend to grind higher. And that's my boogeyman. That's the thing that keeps, keeps me up at night. I've got enough money to retire and live till the day I die, unless inflation continues to go higher. And that's the damnation. I'm like, I'm playing poker with the devil. And I think I just got dealt a pretty crappy hand. There's inflation on the table. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. Inflation's the bad one. Anyhow, federal lawmakers are starting to talk about pushing the electric vehicle tax credits yet again. What's interesting about that is I grew up in a world, in a world full, devoid of hope, in a world waiting to die. There was one hero, Rob Black. Yay! It's me. I'm the hero this time. Um, I grew up in a world where oil and gas were like, you know, hey, we're going to hit peak oil and we're going to pollute this planet as long as we can pollute it. And we're going to smoke cigarettes while we're driving cars with uh, big black trails of smoke coming out of them. So to see Congress say, like, we're looking into keeping this credit around, pretty interesting. And then on the other hand, I just read a a study on oil and gas and how it could lose 95% of its value by 2050. Now I go, 2050. I probably won't be alive. And if I am, I certainly won't care about Shell and BP and Exxon. But I own some of those oil stocks at this point in time. I own them for the dividend. But if governments take action to limit global warming by just 2 degrees Celsius, there's a report saying that these companies can go away. It's going to cost investors in developed markets a lot of money. Because stocks are not the only thing investors put money into. There's consequences for property, there's bonds, there's infrastructure. Curbing climate change is going to be important. Oil and gas stocks will lose 42% of their market value by 2030 and 95% by 2050, according to this. On renewable energy, do you like renewable energy? Do you feel bad for the big oil companies? Do you own any natural gas companies? What are your thoughts? I find it kind of like a soap opera. It's fun. I love what I do. I love you. I want to get you to retirement. Inflation is the boogeyman. I'm Rob Black. Find more about me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. A lot of really good downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Checklist on if you need a CFP and or not. Much, much more. Newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.